All right, everybody, we're back for our second civilization discussion. Still on the road to revolution, the Revolutionary War in America, the tyranny of King George III. So your instructions for today. Despite fiery tension between England and her American colonies, the Second Continental Congress of 1775 offered King George III a final attempt at achieving peace and avoiding war. This diplomatic effort became known as the Olive Branch Petition. Our first question, as King George III, with an ultimate goal of retaining your American colonies, so you want to retain control of this land in the New World, what do you do? Do you ignore the petition and fight the colonists, trusting your massive army and exercising your authority, but against a highly motivated opponent? Or do you honor the petition and act out of diplomacy, avoiding bloodshed, but diminishing your power across the globe? What would you guys do? Would you fight or would you respect? Pass it to Enzo. Remember to say the name of who you're passing it to and speak up so everybody can hear you. Okay, thank you, Sam. I believe that would honor the petition act. Uh, and we would honor the petition mostly because um, the bridges were... Uh, I'm sorry. What? No. Sorry. No. Well, I think that asking George, knowing what he knew before, and not knowing that France was behind this, helping the American colonies, uh, I would probably have ignored the petition and still fought the colonists because um, George, King George, she was a very, he, he, yeah, I so was chic. He was very confident about himself and he didn't believe in people who would um, not follow the rule and what he said and what he commanded. So I understand and I could imagine myself if I was him um, deciding to go up there and fight um, them. However, considering my position right now, knowing what happened and knowing what King George did wrong, I would honor the petition because that way I would be able to not create a fight against France as well and end up not only getting humiliated in a point of view where I would lose kind of my power as my position, um, but also not cause um, more um, conflict with other people. Guys, just as a comment here, let's be concise. Remember our rules of engagement. Maybe next time we'll start by reading our rules of engagement to remind everybody. And also take a position. You don't have just to sit on top of the fence and say, now knowing this, let's take a position. Let's have a lively discussion. Bia. Well, um, I do agree with Falling. Um, I think thinking as King George III, I'd probably ignore the petition because um, I wouldn't know that France was behind all of it and that I would lose. So considering that, I would ignore the petition because I thought that I was stronger than anyone else. And yeah, I'd win the fight, but actually I lost and I'm a loser. I'm just kidding, but so I lost. Um, thank you, Bia. Um, I agree with Bia and finally, I think I would ignore the petition, principally because if I honor the petition, I would be losing power. And if I were King George, I would be really scared of like losing power and just respecting other places. So I would ignore the petition. And Hawkeye said he was, he had like a strong mind 
So he wasn't really thinking about losing or things like that. And yeah, I'm I think I agree with Vandia and Malou. I think that if I were to George, I would make out a petition, not only because of the point that they already said it, because I didn't know that they had the French, but I also wouldn't know um, if they was, if they were using the same technique, because like, since they already defeated was defeated so many times they might be using a new technique so, and you know i not knowing that would think that yeah then i'm gonna use the same old technique and they're gonna lose again so i'd go to war and since i'm king george and probably be pretty greedy i agree with you and without that say to ignore the petition um i would honor the petition um considering on the that ah considering that he just would diminish my power in a short term and if, if I consider that America would grow just uh 10% as had grown today it would in, increase my power a lot more than diminish mm, at least looking into the long term no, so it sounds like Angel is saying that he would honor the petition and everybody else would ignore it. Is that uh, understood? I think that if I were, I think that we are saying if we were King George. No, but I'm pretty right. sure that most of us, if we were ourselves in his place, we'd honor the petition. At least exactly. No, that, that is the question. Well, I think it's an important point that you guys are raising because when we do these discussions, we're looking back at real historical events so that we can learn from their decisions. If we were in their position, only knowing what they knew, what do we think we'd do as them? Um, but also, now knowing more for ourselves, how can we learn from their mistakes and their success so that if we ever find ourselves in these situations, because history repeats itself. Exactly, yeah. Uh, it's a bit obvious that as him and, and with his personality and his knowing, I will do exactly the same as him because he did it. So there's no change uh, I being the exact equal same in position as him. I would do something different. However, I, also, I read insert what I would do as being so. And Okay. Well, let's move on to the next question. I actually have some other questions for you guys here, but let's let's follow what we have set up. So you're a leading merchant in colonial Boston, supporting a family of five and simply wanting to focus on your business. Per British Army orders, you regularly supply them with provisions for which they pay you a healthy fee. As tensions escalate, your fellow colonists implore you to join in revolution. What do you do? Do you join them risking imprisonment or death, but for an honorable cause? Or do you continue operating your business, supplying the British, but ensuring your family will continue to be warm and fed? What do you do, guys? I'm going to pass it to Valentina. 
Well, um, as a as a dad, I mean, because I'm a guy, um, <laughs> um, as a dad, I would be focusing on the priority, which would be my children and my family in this case. So I would probably end up risking the my ethical choice and my friends um, because I wanted to guarantee the safety of my family. And uh, I mean, as this as this person, I didn't know exactly what would happen, especially because it seemed like we were in a smaller um, size and we were fighting against. British, so I would be feeling a little scared about fighting and risking my family's life. So yeah, that would be Thank you, Valley. Um, of course, I, I agree with Valley, and I would be very selfish doing that. And I would want to, of course, give a good example to my to my family and show them that sometimes you need to risk yourself to help others, and sometimes and maybe yourself, but. I have a family, and uh, how funny said I would want to keep my family safe and try to do everything for me not to like get imprisoned or something like that. So I agree. Yeah, I agree with Molly. Well, I if you guys was there in, uh, for me, my main reason would be my family. My main reason would be that I like living and I rather have uh, good, I had no problem with the text. I was merchant and living. Like, I think that I was in the medium, you know, I, I, I had a good life. Right yeah, there, life you know? was good. Making yeah, money. good, making money. There's no need to find. Uh, I have no problems, like, like yeah. let's leave. Things are good for me, that's not risky. Yeah, yeah. Well, when the war and you died because you were trying to help the British. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah, really there's my point. Yeah, I agree with you, but I think that if I didn't have a family, I would, of course, join them and risk in prison or death because my worry right now would be my family and I would try to like put myself in their place and try to keep them safe. But if I didn't have a family, I would be like trying to honor myself and trying to join them. Valley. I agree with Malu, I would try helping as much as possible to gain my, my liberty and help my people, my friends gain their liberty as well. So I'm understanding a lot of you guys saying- It's still without my family, I don't change mine. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm understanding you guys to say that you take a practical decision now, so let's let's add something to the question. So what if I, as a son of liberty, comes and asks you, you loyalist, supporting the king and his oppressive actions, what if I start, not just me, but the group that I'm connected to that want independence, start threatening your family? King, king George is there. You might be helping these soldiers, but we're here. Would your, would your opinion change or would you still support? take the practical decision to make the money. Well, if they told me that, I would be like, guys, you you are trying to support liberty, so I should have the liberty to choose what I want to do and what's the reason that I'm deciding this. And if I'm trying, if you guys support me of being free, I should be free to choose what I think is best for my family and everybody who I'm trust and, and matters to. Exactly. I agree with you, this thing of liberty of choice is really important and would be really nice using this as argument. Uh, and I'll still take my position. Uh, <laughs> however, still take my position. 
uh, supporting King George. I have a good life. Life is good. I am making money. So why? We're dying. Guys, let's let's Socratic discussion. We we agree that in order to achieve something, in, in sometimes violence is necessary, right? Yes. Yeah. So no. we all agree with that. Yeah. So if we we work on these terms, what do you think they would do? If even if they're they're if they're they're, they're fighting for freedom, you think they would they would respect your freedom, your liberty? And respect and not touch your family? Well, if they're being ethical, I mean, they wouldn't. However, that's not the case. I mean, they're fighting for their lives. Um, they're fighting for where they can survive because they're having to pay stuff. I mean, the reason why they started is because people were having the situation where they weren't able to pay very well, their, their life were getting miserable. Things were getting hard for them. So I can understand and imagine that they would come into my family and, and risk them. And so I wouldn't be in a position where it's like, I'm gonna be risking um, looking at, the, at both sides. Like, uh, Gungoha. how do you say Gungoha? Gungoha, that thing that you. Anyways, so if I was in that position, considering what you're saying, and even if I said that to the people, they wouldn't listen to me, and if I tried to defend my family, I think I would in the end try supporting and risk my life tour. At least my family would have the protection of the people and I wouldn't be risking them with the people and the government. Okay, for so for those of you that are making the claim that you would advocate for war and maybe even threaten those of you that say, hey, I need to take care of my family. Do you agree or disagree with the fact that the colonies would not have even existed had it not been for England? significantly excuses King George's ill actions. Do you agree or disagree with the statement that the colonies wouldn't even be here if it hadn't been for England and King George's actions were excusable? What do you think, Enzo? Oh, okay, Jen, for raising the term for me. I would say that uh, I agree that there would be no colonies, there was no one to colonize them and create the colonies. However, I don't think that it's excusable because of it, their um, King George actions, only because he was the one who created. As he created, and there are humans, he should have the responsibility to understand their rights. Yeah. They're inhibiting, inhibiting. Then I pass my turn to you and telling you on your opinion. You. Thank you. <laughs> Um, well, I think that I agree with any disagreement. Um, I think that even though um, the colonies would not have an existence um, without England, I think that King George's terms, King George's ill actions are not um something that can be excused just because of that um because i agree with the point like any good king should know what is better for its people um so i it would be not even worse for for it was be it would be worse for all of us because we'd be like oh no he's okay and then he just fall more into madness and another thing is that that 
those times are worse ladies. You look like it was probably not allowed at the time Well, I sort of agree with Inzo's and Tonyo's disagreement. <laughs> uh, I think that it's it makes it more understandable and acceptable, not heard it, but more um, when you think about the fact that King George's actions and choices had a large impact in the way that colonies ended up, whether it was in the good ways, in the bad ways. Uh, I mean, of course, his choices as king influenced everybody. Um, though I think that it doesn't make it, doesn't make it acceptable. Um, nor does it just erase everything that he did and the choices that weren't that helpful and good and more egoistic. I think it just shows that a few of his choices, whether they were good or ethic or not, they still were able to cover up a few of the issues that they were had to deal they would have to deal with one way or another. I agree with what said about uh, the ridiculous their human uh, human rights as they are slaves. Um, sorry, I believe that I'm giving you to what I mean, or I did not explain very well. What I mean is that he, he should respect the rights of his own population. I'm not saying about every single human and even the one that they bought. Well, that's interesting. A question we don't have here, but I'd like to ask you guys, mm-hmm. and feel free, feel free to share what you found. What was the problem? What? What was unethical that he was doing? What was the issue that the colonists had? Taxes. I think yes. Taxes? Okay. Uh, you I'd agree? Say, I'd say it uh, was very high taxation. And also the way that he opposed laws that in my perspective were unfair. What, what were the taxes for? Mm-hmm. Speak up, Bia. Say, Bia, you didn't touch on out. Do we know? Well, so Sylvia. Yeah, hello. Um, when, for example, the war, war is something kind of expensive, and a way to recover from war, like when you're broke because of the war, one of the ways to recover money is by increasing taxation, because of the government, you. If you're in the government, the government gets more money when it increases taxation, and then you can recover faster from your failure in the war. Which war? What are we talking about? The French the, Indian the, War. The Seven, the seven Years' War. Um, the French and Indian War. And, and who was that war? On whose behalf was that fought? Wait, what? Who benefited from that war being fought? Who benefited? Yeah. It was um, the Americans. Okay, well... After yeah. after the Revolutionary War, yeah. the Americans, but who benefited before? Was uh, the, um, the French. The French. The French. No, the, the French lost. The Brit. The, the British. Okay, so the British. Yeah. And and before before the Revolutionary War, all of the colonists were British, correct? Yes. Yeah. And so, if I'm the king and you're complaining about me taxing you, well, what's the problem? I'm just trying to recoup all the money we spent. To keep you alive. Hmm. And now? The problem is that the reason why he started the war wasn't just to keep us, to keep the population alive. It was because he, he was too much agreeable, would say, and said, um, I'm better than anyone to sign this contract just because I am going to lose a piece of my power. 
then it was a bit more than a bit just after that. Okay. So it sounds like you're saying that this was, and I heard Valentina say it also, that there was an issue of egoism and power. Yeah. All right. So we can come back to that. Yeah, we have another question here that's going to speak to that fact. But I think it's important for us to remember that in defense of King George, because it doesn't sound like anybody's defending him, <laughs> he's, he's just trying to administer his household, and his what? empire. Well, yeah. Well, that's, that's where in the beginning I said part of, this, of his choices were ethically wrong. Some of them were ethically right, but many of these choices he was making that where he were, was able to balance out the country and okay. control it. Well, I'll ask for us to try to be concise and give specific examples. Isn't this one of our rules of engagement? Yes. Provide evidence. Provide evidence. Be concise. Not only for us, but for anybody who might be listening. Otherwise, we don't know what we're really talking about. Yes. Okay, so so let's move forward here. As a proud but virtuous British citizen, does an American colonist across the Atlantic Ocean deserve the exact same rights, wages, and taxation granted to you? Why or why not? Uh, I mean, sir. Enzo? Um, I would say that they do not deserve the same rights, even more as honor British. I would say, ah, my family have been working for this country, have um, 10 decades, and we have been always working for this economy. And then come new people saying, well, I wanted the same rights as you because I wanted it. You remind me of William Wallace out of Braveheart. And the common man on the battlefield, does he sacrifice any less? (laughs) I don't even know who is this guy. (laughs) William Wallace. He's pretty cool. Oh, well. He was a former enemy of the British. Yeah? Of England. I'm sorry, any other opinions there? Do they have the same rights? I agree with. They did not have the same yeah, right. I don't think Well, then, Antony, Antony, do you have something to say to us? In using. Guys, can I, can I bring a new perspective, a different perspective here? Oh, so, you all have parents, right? Uh-huh. What, if, what if your parents <laughs> no. adopted a kid? Nice. What if your parents adopted a kid? I kill it. Well, what would you do if, you know, they started treating your new sister or new brother the same way they treat you? How would you I, feel about that? I accidentally killed. <laughs> <laughs> well, may I? Uh, um, the kid would have a tragic accident because uh, she falls the stairs and then um, she did really? But uh, okay, now we're speaking serious. Um, I'd be okay with it because since my parents are not treating them better. Than me, I'd be oh okay. You don't love her more than you love me, so that's alright. But if they try to treat her better than they're treating me, I'd kill her. Then uh, this kid would be this kid will be last my adopted sister or, <laughs> or brother. Is yeah. that right? Then considering this person, I would uh, anyway. I would think. He has less rights than me because I'm noble. <laughs> However, as he's part of my family, at least a bit, uh, would, uh, I would lose the power that I have as an ability to try to protect him from the others because just I can punish him. Okay. Well, um, I think that even though I would probably get kind of like 
you're taking care of somebody else more than me if that was the case and they were like yes said if they were taking care of this my adopted sister more or brother more than me i would feel kind of insecure and worried however in that case if they got here and they were being treated the same as me i just would try to support them i mean they just got to a new family i mean they are having passed a lot of crazy things however i think that i would still feel a little bothered i mean i, I have an adopted brother somebody else that I so <laughs> yeah it's not related to my family and he's part of my family now so well guys you're yeah. I mean since that you're I really jealous yeah I would kind of get jealous <laughs> <laughs> I would get pretty jealous it's like uh if he if he received more attention than me I'm going to kill him no matter regardless to that his reasons okay guys we have five minutes left here so I'm gonna jump to the last question so no taxation without representation became a rally cry for the colonists. Though King George III was disliked for his general tyrannical demeanor as well. Which is more important to a peaceful and <laughs> prosperous society? Ensuring everyone is represented or support for an ultimate unifying authority? What do you guys think? What is more important to maintain a peaceful and prosperous society? ensuring everyone is represented or support for an ultimate unifying authority. I have a question before we start. Mm -hmm. What does it mean everybody being represented? It, uh, it's like a republic that everyone can express their opinions as like they can, um, um, the, how it works now is we can vote in ways. And I think that it's something like that. Who is passing the laws in the colonies? Who was passing these laws, the intolerable, or uh, that led to the revolt the by the colonists? Who was making these decisions? The British. Yeah, the, 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 the king was basing Well, the king is the head of the state in England at the time. Who else was there making decisions? Uh, the nobles. The administrators. What? The who? The administrators. Okay, that's another way to say it. Do, do, do we know what it was called? Madam? Was there representation in England at this time other than the king? Yes. What was it called? Was it, I it was like the court guys. I forgot their name. Mm -hmm. it was it Parliament? Ah, the oh, Parliament. Yeah. And then we still so, have it. So yeah. we had the colonists, they, were, they didn't feel they were being represented, right? Even if they were making decisions in their local courts, or if they were trying to pass rules, even printing money, if doing these kinds of things, the parliament and the king were overruling those decisions. How do you think the colonists felt about that? Well, they felt, I believe that they felt injustice, and now I understand a bit more the question. And it seems that being represented would be have the right to vote or give their opinion about who is the part in the parliament and not say, is this guy and just accept it. Look at that word, represent. Re. Whenever we see R-E in front of a word, what are we doing? Uh, Again. Again, right? Present. What is present? Show. Show. So when someone represents you, when someone represents your ideas, what are they doing? Again. Show. Show. 
They're taking your ideas and to be part of the discussion, right? When you have an attorney, an advogado, he represents you. He speaks on your behalf, right? Right. So what do you think is more important for a prosperous and peaceful society? For you, everyone to have a voice, for them to be represented, or to support an ultimate unifying authority? Uh, I, I mean, it's a responsibility or just discussion, Okay. Uh, for me, I would say the ah, uh, okay, it is an institution for me. Uh, however, I would think sharing everyone is represented because for you have a good um, for you have a good kingdom, your people must feel represented, and the government must be part of the pope. If he's not part of the pope then he's not a good government and probably don't have good abilities as a political man. Then what? Ah, he doesn't have good abilities to work in with politics and I'm patient for running Thank you. Well, um I think that I would ensure that everyone was represented. I would want people to be able to say what they thought. Um, as Socrates quoted, he kept saying that it was bad for people to be representatives of when it came to voting, who would rule, like who would be the president. However, in this case, there is not president, so I suppose that wouldn't be an issue. Um, so yeah, I think that people should have the chance to say what they thought, especially because there is not this issue on hand. Here, guys, the question was in the question. Were based off of a question was in the question, based off of this motto no taxation without representation. Were the colonists against taxation? No, no, how do you know? Well, but well, because they argued that the problem was that King George was one was running well the country and that the taxations were too high for yeah. them and they couldn't even you know um buy bread for it to eat okay to eat. Uh, well i don't think that they were all against taxation i think that they were against the high taxation as Enzo says they were against the king in his high taxations. If the taxations might 
not be that high, it might be lower, and it might only be for their freedom. And the no taxation without representation, something is pretty much like why are we getting taxed if we taxed, taxed if we can't do anything to represent ourselves? Like, are you going to use our money for what? Without representing us, saying that it's our money. Agree. Um, I agree with Kingsley and I don't think that the, the problem was the tax itself. I think it was because Kingsley was giving a very high taxation. And then, like I said, they weren't being able to buy what they wanted or needed. Therefore, things were getting very complicated for them. And they were thinking, there's no way that he needs this much money for something that he could pay before when it wasn't this high. So what did they want? They wanted to be able to speak up what they thought about this and change and adapt to something that was better for them. They wanted liberty. They wanted things. Therefore, they created the rid of things. Well, well, I think they just wanted independence after the fact that it, they yeah, yeah. If we say independence, they if we say liberty, if we say yeah. independence and liberty, if we say freedom, what is that? Because we're saying here, we see that they're not completely against taxation. Are you guys completely against all rules? No. Yeah. Okay, so how do we balance this concept? What is liberty if we have to have rules? What What is freedom if we have to pay taxes? What, what are we talking about? Um, I believe that the freedom that we're talking about, the freedom is to choose who is going to make this decision, uh, like voting the president and the people in the parliament. Okay. I believe that it was the kind of liberty that they wanted. What's the liberty they wanted? Is the one that independence is what they wanted. The what? The balance. Independence. I think they just wanted to have. I mean, like thinking as normal citizens, I mean, they just wanted to have to be able to have a, a happy, fulfilling. Um, relatively with freedom life and with the taxes that high they weren't able to do that nor not present a good future for their family so all of this that you're saying i'll ask one more time and i'd like to hear each of you your your answer which is more important to a peaceful and prosperous society ensuring everyone is represented or support for an ultimate unifying authority what do you guys think what do you think antonio um, i think it would be the um, ensuring that everyone's represented because that shows that everyone has its own responsibilities and its own freedom to do what it want, wants, but it has consequences. But to far from an ultimate and fine authority would make it to be like China that you can do anything or else you go to prison, be tortured, and probably killed. Okay, Malu? Yes, I totally agree with Nintendo. And I think. No, wait. No, Father, you can go. Let me think about it more. Well, um, I agree with Malu and Antonio. I think that it's just that everybody should be represented because that way everybody has the chance to speak up what they think. And then the ultimate authority would be the main idea that they choose. So everybody would be a part of the authority. Okay, and so? I believe that with the image to create um, a peaceful and prosperous society, 
Um, what is more important is ensuring everyone's represented. Science is the way that the associated with devolve in more in a more peaceful way. Considering that having support for ultimate and defining authority, as Antonio said, would be something like China, and China is not really peaceful. Okay, Bia? Yeah. All right, do we have here at the school? Are you guys, everyone represented, or do we have an ultimate unifying authority? Uh, everyone, I think, and I really feel like everyone right here in this school is represented, because as we can see, everyone here in the school knows each other's names and respects each other's. Um, and one of the things that Acton has in, has different from other schools is that you are responsible for your own education. So I think it would be more of everyone to represent it because we know each other and it's not like the other schools where there's someone rolling over one and we don't know who everyone is. Okay. Valentina? I agree with Antonio. Um, sort of, actually, because I think that everybody has a chance here, an opportunity and freedom to be, um, to represent themselves if they want to. However, sometimes we're not able to control and manage our freedom. That's why we need sometimes this authority to um, look up to, like the guides, to help us to um, organize ourselves and not get create problems because of our own disorganization. Malu? Yeah, I agree with that. Instead of both of them. Uh, but I think that we all, like Antonio said, we all can give our own opinion about things and we all have that liberty. So. Okay, Bia? Well, guys, do you feel like in our society, is everyone represented or is there a unifying authority? Enzo didn't say. What's that? Enzo didn't say. Oh, Enzo, go ahead. I believe. Um... Well, when you answer the question of now, that I have questioners, that is if in your society there is one ultimate authority. And I think that in Brazil, they, there's no there's no that shit of him. We are, it's a bit hard to express yourselves sometimes <coughs> because of the lack of knowledge. And even those who have lack of knowledge express themselves and discreet trouble. Now, yes, I think that everyone can express themselves. Yes. So everyone has freedom of expression here? Yes. Okay. Well, Bia, did you want to say something? Um, does the representation of everyone work if everyone doesn't engage and in, in be involved in expressing and voting and making their opinions known. Do, are they represented if they don't say anything? Oh, no. Uh, no, of course not. They're not saying their opinion about it. They're not presenting themselves. They're not presenting themselves? Okay. Well, maybe someone can have the same opinion as him, so he would be represented, not speaking up by another person. He'd be represented by another person. No, this person. No, but he would be represented by. The other person would represent that the person. He wouldn't be represented, but he's ideal. But if he doesn't say the idea, then he won't. Yeah. But someone can think the same as him. 
Is but the idea yes, strong if no one says it? Yeah, but then he's gonna be pregnant. He has idea. 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 He then it's not your idea, nor both of you, I think. It's only the person who said so. So unless you guys are gonna like work together to go with the idea, it's not yours anymore. Nor the both of you, just that person who spoke up. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> like somebody who invented the invention first or wrote down that it was created by him first. Do you guys want freedom? Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yes, yes. Freedom. <laughs> like that guy who he from the movie that he was describing so that he died with his guts out. <laughs> screaming. Freedom. Yeah, he what died. Well guys, is there anything you guys would like to add for today? We're coming to a conclusion here in our time. How'd you feel about our discussion today? Okay, um, I think that went pretty well. Uh, I really enjoyed studying about this with Malu. Like in her group, we were able to study a lot and change ideas as well as ask the questions together. We were able to think about what, what really we do. Um, I think that our discussion right here with everybody together was very nice. I liked listening to what everybody thought from each different from different perspectives. And yeah, I thought today we were able to know better about subject. So our Discussion was better, even though we didn't discuss, we still talked about it a lot. Um, yes, I agree, even though sometimes I didn't talk. But I liked to study with Valentino because study with another person and understanding and see other perspectives. Even though when we're talking here, I can see what other people think and try to create another answer or another view to things. And yes. Ah, uh, I agree. Uh, I don't know. Who, uh, I agree. Uh, with everything of asking others' point of view, and for me, I would say that it was a good discussion. Saying's alpha's talk, and there was not a really big problem with our communication. All right, guys. Well, I'm gonna bring this recording to a conclusion. We can have a little bit of a debrief afterwards, but um. Anyone listening? Again, thank you for our patience. We're practicing. We're learning. Sorry. And so have a nice day or morning or evening. Whatever it is, wherever you are. Thank you. Have a nice time. Thank you. My bad for not yeah. being inside. <laughs>